name is Felicia Yolanda Jackson. I'm 46 years old. I've been incarcerated for almost 23 years. I'm currently serving a life sentence, and I'm located at FCI Allensville, Allensville, Alabama. I'm asking for your patience as I recount my life to what brought me to prison. My earliest memory, starting at five years old, was living in a volatile house filled with functional alcoholics, violence, hatred, rejection, drugs, sex. My stepfather constantly beat my mother, mental and emotional abuse. My mother would brutally beat me on a regular basis because I looked like my father. For years, she would call me Ugly Black Monkey and many other foul names. My father was in my life, but I only saw him every other weekend. I never felt like I belonged because he was married with two children. I'd find refuge throughout the years of abuse in my home, in the homes of my grandmother and my aunt on my mother's side. They always showed me love and treated me like their own. So my father, grandmother, and aunt, and other relatives about the abuse I suffered. I've heard my grandmother yell at my mother, telling her she better not put her hands on me. After I called my grandmother, crying to stop a beating, I knew it was coming. There were many days like this with me calling my grandmother and aunt to keep from being beat. But these moments of reprieve were just that. They couldn't always stop my mother from hitting me with belts and switches at five and six years old every time I got off the bus at my grandmother's house. Or at six and seven years old, being awakened in the middle of the night on a school night by blows from my leather belt across my face and back for something I didn't know about or even remember, or because my stepfather told her to. Or when my mother literally kicked me out of the bed at five years old because I unconsciously went to bed, not knowing what I'd done until my body slammed to the floor. They couldn't stop the hurt and confusion I experienced as I laid in bed some nights listening to my mom and stepdad say degrading, humiliating, and negative things about my father and I. They couldn't stop the hurt and confusion I experienced as I laid in bed some nights listening to my mom and stepdad say degrading, humiliating, and negative things about my father and I. As the years progressed and the abuse became the norm, I resigned myself to accept that this was my lot in life. I thought I was born to be mistreated and tortured. I knew I wasn't loved, liked, or wanted before I knew how to read. I was suicidal at elementary school and lived in a fantasy world I created with images of a different environment, a different mother. I feared, hated, and loved my mother all at the same time. I thought I hated my father also because he wasn't there for me and didn't defend me according to my rescue when my stepfather slapped me in the face to the ground. Take me. 
I cried like a baby. That hurt worse than all the years of abuse combined. I cried because I didn't understand what I'd done to make her feel that way. I thought if my own mother didn't love me, who could? All the trauma I endured lasted well into adulthood. I was timid, socially awkward, awkward, self-conscious, a people pleaser, easily influenced and had no self-esteem. I was mentally and emotionally defeated, and that's how I lived. Not long after being placed in my father's custody, I became pregnant at 14 years old, which ended in abortion. At 23 years old, I participated in a bank robbery. During the course of the robbery, as I was adjusting my glasses, which were fogging up, adjusting a backpack on my right shoulder and adjusting a gun that was drooping down, I bumped into a filing cabinet, causing the gun to discharge killing and shelter. No words would ever be sufficient enough to express the sorrow, remorse, guilt, shame, and disappointment I live with, nor would the sleepless nights and images of what I've done be adequate to alleviate Ms. Shelter's family loss, the pain they feel, or mend their shattered hearts. I'm begging, pleading them to forgive me. It was an accident. I'm not the same person that entered prison at 23 years old. I've long since accepted responsibility for every wrong I have done. I've dealt with my demons from my past. I've forgiven my mother, stepfather, and others who have harmed me. I'm no longer the damaged, broken person I once was. None of this would have been possible if not for God. He's shown me that my past doesn't define me, that I'm loved, and that I'm forgiven, that nothing is impossible for him. He can and has taken the foolish, shameful, and despised which is me, to transform me into someone who puts others before herself. I use my time wisely to encourage and motivate myself to do better than the day before. I mentor those around me and help in any way possible. I've made every effort possible to rehabilitate, taking all the programs and groups the BOP has to offer. I've had minimum dis- disciplinary fractions during my incarceration, and my record is absence of any violence. I challenge myself not to focus on my life sentence, but overcoming where I've been. I know I can make a difference in the lives of those, especially the youth with similar life experiences who may be on the same path I've traveled. I prepared a resume with the skills I've obtained during my incarceration. I have released plans to ensure I am supported and successful upon my return to society. I'm now seeking legal counsel. I'm at the appellate level of my compassion release and my proclamacy has been pending since 2020. I'm financial assistance, help with my release. I'm humble and grateful to you for listening. My outside contact is Ms. Joyce H. Walker at 229-341-1545, or you can reach me via Counselor Coulette at 205-373-5000. God bless you. Okay, so Wood. What would you say to your old self, if you can go back? I would say that even though things are dark and bleak now and you've gone through what you've gone through, that God is going to use this situation to not only strengthen you to make you a stronger person, but to be able to help others, especially the young girls who have gone through the same things that you're going through right now. Okay, and... Do you think that your sentence was injustice to the crime that was committed? Before, I thought I deserved it. 
put in front of a firing squad. Mm-hmm. But I know that it was an accident. And I believe that if my lawyer had uh, used my mitigating factors as well as listen to what I said and telling him that what actually happened, that it was an accident, I think that the judge would have had mercy on me and reduced my sentence. Okay. And if you could, um, upon your release, not if, upon your release, um, what are your plans? My plans are to establish a platform with my friend, Sandra Farrell. Mm-hmm. Establish a platform that will help kids that are abused, help kids that are abandoned because they're, I've always, even though I had my family, I just still felt like it just wasn't enough. I've, things that happened to me shouldn't have happened, and the things that I was forced to do, I shouldn't have been forced to do that. But I want to give my testimony and to let them know that there is a light at the end of this darkness that you're going through. I want to be able to set up a safe haven for every child, it don't matter the age, that they will have somewhere to go, that they'll have counseling, that they will have a, a place of solace, that they know that they're not going to be abused, they're not going to be abandoned, they're not going to be mistreated. Because I've been through that and I want to open those doors for them for that. Great. So tell them. So tell the, tell you know tell the people um, your number your 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 register number how can they write you how can they reach you besides calling like you might have some people that want to write you might have some people that who might know they might want to tell you their story that you can help them you know so that could be a another way for you to be helping people while you're still in there uh, ready for your release. Okay, my name is Felicia, F-E-L-I-C-I-A-Y, middle initial, Jackson. Register number is 77 55 That's F-C-I-Alisville, your box, 4000, Alisville, Alabama, 35442. Is there anything else you want to say, Wood? I say Wood, y'all, because that's how we know her from us being in prison, but her real name is Felicia, but that's her nickname to us. For y'all that's gonna ask me in the comments. <laughs> Just wanna thank thank those who are listening, thank those who are listening to our side of the story because it's always totally different from what the government portrays us as we're just so we just we're monsters. We are not. Everybody everybody makes mistakes. And I believe that everybody not only deserves a second chance, but some people be- This call is from a federal prison. Some people may deserve third or fourth chances that People can be corrected. People can change. And I want to show society that a life sentence is, is not the answer, especially when you've been put in a situation where your mind frame is, wasn't completely there as far as how your upbringing was. Um, I'm totally not the same person that entered prison at 23 years old. Like I said, I've, I've grown through so much. I have different values, different moral, different perspective on life completely now. And I just want to thank you for listening to us and thank you for the help that you're going to provide us and and me. All right, Wood. Don't be afraid of the dark. Be careful with stars. Not every light is going to guide you, baby. Don't let it rain on your spark. Keep it close to your heart. All of the pressure's going to drive you crazy. Cause you rise to the madness. 
in the morning it's all gonna vanish don't be afraid of the dark be careful with stars not every light is gonna guide you yeah, when I blow up, I'ma soar high like Peter Pan. In real life, be living all my dreams. If I'm waking up, it's in a foreign land. Whole wrist covered up in ice. Dealership, never ask the price. I hit the molly ball with my dogs. Yeah, I swipe it once without thinking twice. Cause this what I was made for. Man, I know this what I came for. On a big stage, couple thousand people, and they do whatever I say so. Have chicks that color the rainbow. Yeah, chains on me like Django. Be a long way from my tank low. Cause my Tesla charge for them bank rolls. And I'm grinding. Money on my mind and I'm headed to the top. I won't stop until I find it. Write my name in diamonds, but all these lights are blinding. I wonder, is it worth it? Feel like I'm losing my mind.